Welcome to the Midlanders podcast. I'm Jodie Marie and this is Nick, also known as Boo Brag Butte ASMR. And today we have a guest. How exciting. This is I'm Heather and this is well, my channel is known as ASMR Tickly Tingles. <laughs> Lovely. So today we're going to uh, interview Heather a little bit, talk a, uh, a bit about where she, why she decided to do an ASMR channel, where she's taken it, what other platforms she does and things like that. So we're going to have a bit of an interview. We also asked you, as always, a question on the community page. Uh, we asked you this time what the most embarrassing things you've done um, as a parent to your children or the most embarrassing things your parents have ever done to you when you were a child uh, and because Nick and Heather are parents we're also going to be talking about the difficulties with children that have uh, mental health issues and a lot of um, health issues in general so that's going to be the basis of today's podcast exciting yeah Okay, so the questions that we asked this week was uh, the most embarrassing things your parents have ever done or what you've done as an, a parent that embarrassed your kids at some point. So here we go. Your responses were pretty funny, actually, and I was quite surprised at the amount that I got from you. Uh, I believe Nick's got a few as well. Do you want to start, Nick? Oh, go on then. Um... Oh, I like the sound of this one. The most embarrassing thing my mother has ever done is kissing a complete stranger, thinking it was my dad. A stranger <laughs> happened to be wearing the same jacket my dad has, and my mom assumed it was him, <laughs> ran up to him and kissed him <laughs> to surprise him, but he turned around and it wasn't. <laughs> I love it. Oh my God, that would be mortifying. And you know oh what, though, God. that's something I'd probably do. Yeah, yeah, that is something I would probably do as well. I'm really simple-minded at times. <laughs> I love that one. I really do. Uh, so do I, but, like, imagine if they have got the same coat on that look pretty similar from the back. I think it happens quite a lot. I've heard a lot of yeah. stories about it. You'd be mortified, though, wouldn't you? <laughs> yeah, absolutely. Oh, God. And also, you'd also worry about the other person because they'd be thinking, hang on, so you don't even know, you don't even know what I look like. Yeah. You're confusing me with strangers. How often has that happened? And then can you imagine the stranger as well? What would the stranger be doing? Like, what? How awkward <laughs> that must feel, yeah. It's better when they go with it though, isn't it, really? I love that. When they're like, you know, they'll just go with it. And I'm thinking, yeah. <laughs> Rather than act all embarrassed, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so one day, my dad and I were shopping at Walmart. As we go into an oil... He lets out the loudest fart. There had to, they, there had to have been at least six people in that same aisle. So my dad turns to me and shouts, "Damn boy, what did you eat?" <laughs> it was so unexpected. All I would say is her and chuckle awkwardly as all the other people left the aisle. Oh, that's so annoying when people blame you for a fart. Yeah. I just, just 
I'm terrible. I, I have no shame when I go out. I'm terrible. I'm really bad. I embarrass my eldest. And he's, what, 13? And he hates it. I mean, the other day I was wearing just Crocs. And I was walking to the park. And, and he says, what are you wearing them for? And I said, because I'm hot. I'm, I'm comfortable. He's like, you're so embarrassing. I'm thinking just the smallest thing embarrasses him. So, God forbid, if it was something really bad. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I love <laughs> mine. <laughs> I love Crocs, yeah. I love them all, though. I can't get enough of them. I've ordered them in the fair, That's what I'm like. I had a similar situation in high school, right? My friend, um, well, we was all quiet in class. My friend farted, it fucking stunk. And she blamed me for it. <laughs> and you know what lads are like in class? Everybody thought it was me yeah. that whole day. And even <laughs> after. And I'd be like, it was you, though, you little shit. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be so embarrassing, though. We shouldn't be embarrassed about it, though, should we, really? Because it is normal, but... To be blamed for one that's not you, though, that's... Yeah, that's a bit... um... (laughs) Oh, it's always happening, though, because I suffer. I don't really talk about it, but I suffer with IBS. Oh, yeah. And, I mean, a lot of people, they're, they're embarrassed, aren't they, to talk about it? But it's like, I'd rather let it out than keep it in, because that's what I said to... Oh, you know, friends, like my stomach hurts. I've just got a break wind. I've done it in the shop. <laughs> don't give it. <laughs> to, I just don't care. There's no shame. To be honest, no. I've, I've got IBS. And um, my tummy was a bit iffy before I started filming this. Because if you'd seen my yeah. video on TikTok when I was talking about the menopause, and I was talking oh, yeah. about that, I'd, I've had too many supplements over the last oh, few God. days, and it's really done yeah. me in. Like, yeah. oh, it's horrific. So I had it one is. today. Like I, I backed off and my stomach started and I thought, here we go. <laughs> <laughs> but it is embarrassing, you <laughs> Have you got any warning? Um, oh, oh dear, mate. Nothing worse than stomach problems, I'm telling you. Nah, I used to have them as well before I became vegan, but a lot of mine have stopped now. Yeah, I, I'm really convinced it's some of the foods that I eat. I think I'm, like, intolerant or something. I must yeah. be. And I don't eat a lot. I mean, I, you know, I just have breakfast, you know, lunch and so on. But I'm not, like, an excessive eater. Hmm. I'm thinking it's got to be something like bread or something or milk. I don't know. It's bad yeah. in that. It just runs in the family and I've got a dodgy stomach. There's usually, I don't know. There's usually things that trigger it off, isn't there? I mean, I can't yeah, yeah, point yeah. mine, to be honest, but... I can't either, and I eat healthy as well. It, it's so frustrating, and I'm, it's like your stomach is bloated. And I sound silly and comical saying this, but it's like I've not eaten much today. My stomach is bloated, and I'm thinking, why? Mm. It, it, it's I don't know. Maybe it's I don't know my age. I don't know. <laughs> Being a parent, that's what it is. It's constant stress because stress can be a factor, can't it? Yeah, it can. You know, I, I, was, I, I was diagnosed with IBS at 16, so it's been oh, quite yes. a while. Yeah. Uh, it's not, not what happened there? Probably stress. What happened there? It's stress. <laughs> Probably. <laughs> um, okay, I've found... I've, 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 sorry, carry on. No, I was just saying, it's absolutely vile, isn't it? I hate it. It makes me really run down. Like, I feel like I've got... I don't know, like... 
stomach flu or something. I'm sat there on the toilet sweating, thinking, what is this all about? Some, to be honest, some of the pain is horrific. Like, I'm talking it like contraction-type pain sometimes. Yeah. It's vile. It is. And it's like And I don't know about you, but afterwards I feel so tired. Yeah, you feel drained. You just want to sit quiet. <laughs> She's thinking, I'm glad I don't have to put up with this. <laughs> I, I don't, I used to, but I don't anymore, and I am glad of it. Oh, you know, it's horrendous. I might have to go on a vegan diet or something. I'm not even joking. Try it ever. It'll be the best thing you did. I don't think I'd cope, though. Yeah. I don't eat anything. Stop. What do you mean? Um, you don't eat anything? I don't really eat anything. What, in the day? Yeah, that probably change, Nick, though, because... Like I, I was saying on Twitter the other day, actually, like your taste buds change so much, you just get used to eating different things. Mm. I feel like everything's yeah. changed for me in the last, especially in the last year. I feel like my body's really gotten into what I eat now, and yeah. it's, it's yeah. become loads easier. And like, yeah, I feel like so much better. So yeah, yeah, because yeah, I think it, it's like I don't know whether it's an unhealthy gut or it's. I don't know. It's just, I think, a combination of everything. And I think with you, Nicola, you'll probably agree, having stress, it's constant with autistic children, isn't it? It's like you can't get your breath. And I think mm. the stress contributes significantly. When I was a teenager, my parents thought they would surprise me by coming to meet me at the school gates to walk me home. But to my horror, they turned up in matching tracksuits. Not what you want when you're already a very cool teenager. <laughs> I like that, actually. Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know. I feel like it's cute for the parents, but I think for the children, they're going to be like, "Oh God, not again." <laughs> Can you imagine if you were at school and you were coming out and your parents were stood there? I don't know what I'd react like. Yeah, I'd just probably think, "Oh God." <laughs> I feel like, you know, when me and Nathan first got together our first year, we accidentally matched coloured clothing quite a lot. Like, we'd go to parties in the same colours and then we'd realise after in photos, like, we wore the same and we didn't even know. Deep. So... <laughs> a reflection of each other. <laughs> oh, my God. Yeah. Uh, so, this one's a good one. You, I wonder if you two have ever done this. Oh, God. Uh, took my son to a birthday party, got on great talking to some of the other dads, then went home and forgot my son. <laughs> That's horrendous. No, I've Have never you done ever that. forgotten your kid I've anywhere? That That's I haven't, genuinely. I know people do do it, though. I know two yeah. people that have done it. The one person I don't really know, no, but my friend knows her and she told me the story. And then the other person is my best friend and her parents did it to her, left her on the train. And then uh, she was like calling her granddad saying, I've been left on the train, I don't know where oh, I'm going. And yeah, like, she was like, just get off at the next stop to your granddad. So, yeah, they left her on the train. They just Have you ever been forgotten? Like yourself, have your parents forgotten you? No. I don't, I don't think they have, no. Not that I can be aware of. Yeah. Nah, not that I remember. That's if they I mean. are, I was really young. Oh, and no. there was another of, like, the other story was they left the child on the bus, the pram and everything, just left her on the bus. Oh, my God. I'd be, I'd seen... be having a full-on panic. Have you seen, like, 
I've seen stories and stuff come up you've probably seen this as well where say typically a lot of it's been in America um, they've gone like left their kids in a car yeah. in the heat because they yeah, forgot about them and went to work all day I know going to work all day I can't get over that that makes me feel ill the I don't that. understand I mean at no. least at a party this parent knows that they're in good company but yeah to leave them in a car and like in, on public look at, transport look at baby and stuff i don't know uh, there's other issues obviously there but yeah i guess it's america that's all but, i'm saying it's america but i'm sure there's people over here that have done it though <laughs> yeah for sure yeah oh, oh that, that's just another another oh that's a bridge too far for me i'd be having a blind panic i would i'd be thinking yeah. what the hell where's my child <laughs> I think guilt as well. You'd feel guilty, like why? Yeah. How did I manage to even forget my child? So yeah. yeah. Have you got any more? Yeah. yeah, simple one. The talk. The talk. Yeah, you know about sex. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Don't oh I didn't even click. Yeah, no, I'm so innocent. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, the talk apparently. Um. Um, I don't think I ever had the talk with my parents. No, normally. No, I, I don't think I ever did, to be honest. It was just... I think... Yeah, I no. think they asked and they told me it's a relationship between two people. That's all I got from my mum. Yeah. I just had to figure it out for myself. No, I didn't get I didn't get anything at all, but then I was quite young anyway, finding out myself. <laughs> so, yeah. you know... This is all about was not it, at school? The only thing that I really remember was a sex ed um, lesson at school and it was ever so stupid. And I don't know if they do it now, but all I remember is everyone had a banana. I'm not joking. You probably know where this is going. <laughs> everyone had a banana and they had to put a condom on the banana. And you've got teachers watching you and I'm thinking, this is so humiliating. And it's obviously the lads are just cracking up. And it was all like, that's how... The information was given to me and so i just thought oh my god we but never had the experience you know they never made us put anything on a yeah they did i couldn't believe it i don't think that's right if i'm it's, honest it's quite interesting it's quite interesting because we are all from the midlands aren't we yeah and yeah yeah different areas and what how things have differed now if i remember right from for school i think it was like year six and year seven so when you go to high school yeah. it's the only time we ever touched on it um, yeah, yeah. it's just yeah. laughing and it's just it's just so awkward no one took it seriously at all i mean you can imagine the lads in lesson just howling laughing mm. and like the girls are like going all blushed and thinking i can't put this on sir can you help me and i'm thinking <laughs> oh my god oh god I love it. Oh, it's quite cringy. It? Also, I think because our class was so destructive, I don't know if I ever told you about. I, I think I might have. I don't know if we've touched on it, but my um, my class was so destructive. One person sellotaped a girl to a chair and chopped a ponytail off. So I feel like if really? they'd have, yeah, really I feel happened? like sorry, did that really crazy. happen? Yeah, yeah. So I feel like if our class ever had like that happen they'd just be flinging the condoms everywhere oh, yeah. it had yeah. been tied in girls hairs they'd have been whacked 
over the face with a cucumber. Like, it would have just been a mess. So... <laughs> God, talking about cutting off hair, it, it wasn't my school, but this must have been, like, it was way before high school. It was actually before, I'm, like, I moved areas, so I was, what, under nine. Um, now, my dad used to drive... Um, buses he worked, I don't know if you heard of West Midlands Travel yeah 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 yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so he worked with them for like donkeys and he would used to go on like trips and stuff I can always remember that minging orange black dot seats oh give me the creeps oh god it. yeah 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 I remember so he used to go sit on dot journeys with him and stuff and this one day I was on the double decker bus and I was up the top and I can remember there was like kids like lads behind me the amount of shit I've experienced on buses, guys. That That's a full... Me. Oh, yeah. Itself. Like, That's some different. shit. But oh, this one yeah. thing, the lads that was behind me, started getting a lighter and burning my hair. And I had long hair then. It's like burning oh, my hair. And no. they trying to chop it and stuff. And obviously, I was sitting there like, what the fuck am I meant to do? Yeah. And like, I think my dad ended up kicking him off or something like that. Like, what the hell? That's mad. Oh my god! Um, you get them all on the don't you? You really do, especially in um, some of the rough parts of Birmingham. I mean, um, yeah, I don't know. I, I mean, I, I rarely go to Birmingham just because it's it's nice, but it's the people. Like I don't yeah. trust them. Do you know what I mean? But yeah, you're definitely on the money with that with um on the buses. They're just half of them are drug. I want to know what happened to you on the bus, Joe. No. Okay, so I've got, I've got two. Well, probably more, but um, the one I like, can think of. I was coming on the bus back late. Uh, I think I was on the outskirts of Dudley. So um, on, I was on, because like, it was really late. It was about half ten, I think. It was the last bus back. Uh, so I was upstairs because it was a double-decker. And I wish I never went upstairs now because there was a lad in army clothes and he was just sitting there on his own in the back. Then, like, the next stop, a girl got on, sat with him at the back. And I swear, no word of a lie, I could hear, like, something going on. And I, I looked back, I wish I never, she was giving him head. <laughs> oh, God. I was like... I have to tell you, it's always on the buses. I, I, like, I then just walked downstairs. I stayed there for a bit because I thought, well, I don't want him to know that I know. So I just stayed there for a bit. And I thought, this is too creepy, so I like just went downstairs. I was just like, oh my god. And I like they've got cameras, so surely they'd have watched that back and been like, Oh, that's so weird. I bet I can't imagine the stuff that CCTV like witness. <laughs> that that was Do you know what time. I mean? Mm. They yeah, they must do. And then there was another time um that I sat in piss. And I didn't know, like obviously I oh, sat on oh. there and I was like, wait there, this seat's wet. I was on the way to uni. I had to get off the bus um, and then, like, go home and get changed because I was like, oh, no. Because, you know, them like, re sometimes you get the really gruffy people that just, yeah. they don't wash. They're just wee in their clothes. One of those men uh, in the area is quite well known and he gets on the bus just to chill on the bus all day and he'll just sit there and piss. And that day I sat on that no, seat. No absolutely gutted i was people's minds that's like our last topic do you remember 
They write stuff yeah. weird people do. Now, but talking about what you mentioned first, yeah, yeah, um, yeah. my um, one of the boyfriends at the time, you know, the abusive one, I won't get too much into it, but he would always try and make me get it on on the bus. Mm-hmm. And it was awful. Yeah. It would bug Did ya? me. No. It Did ya? No. <laughs> Don't you fun. lie. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so anyway, let's, let's, let's move on. <laughs> Did okay. you do that? <laughs> <laughs> it was oh, you on the buzz, Wally. <laughs> what area was it? <laughs> no, I'm joking. <laughs> Anyway, we'll leave that. Let's move on. Uh, Oh, no. This one's a funny one. Oh, I forgot to get the photo because this happened to me as well. The most embarrassed... The most embarrassing thing is my mum cut my hair when I was sick. And it was, like, really bad. And I've done some... Like, I had my dad cut my hair when I was younger and he always used to make it wonky so I completely understand and on my school pictures my fringe is like this oh no yeah it's like stairs isn't it going up well, <laughs> god absolutely so I, I, I do understand that because my parents well my dad used to cut mm. my fringe as well well I saw oh, myself as a really good hairdresser you know back in the day I mean bear in mind I'm loads better now I've been doing ASMR and stuff like that but <laughs> When my son was little, I used to cut his hair. <laughs> it was straight. But my mum used to go, "Why are you cutting his hair in a bowl?" I was like, "I'm oh, just like, trimming it." it. Oh my and god! No, he, he doesn't want me to cut his hair at all. <laughs> no, they won't let me do the hair now. They're going to the barber. He's like, well, my son, he goes to the barber. And I said, Jim, let me just do your hair. And he said, oh, no, you're not touching my hair. I'm going to the, the barber's. But when he was really young, he had lovely long hair. Um, but it was it's like a basin cut, wasn't it? You'd get the kitchen scissors. <laughs> we have to do summer. I mean, he doesn't want me touching his hair. He doesn't even want me to cut his hair at the moment. But I'm, getting, I'm doing all right with my daughter. But bloody oh. hell, I just remember this was when he was tiny, tiny though. Yeah, yeah. I was small as well. I mean, I was in uh, reception and nursery, and well, maybe year two, three, and four though. Not to take the photo. I was gonna. I even said like yesterday when I was commenting back, I was like, "Yeah, this happened to me. If I can get the photo tomorrow, I will." But yeah. I forgot the photo. But, you know but what next you time, drag it in. Ah, <laughs> oh, yes. I can. Well done, Nick. Forward thinking. <laughs> this is. Um, I've said. Could I share a story of my dad and his dad? So. Okay. Obviously. So they went out to a sandwich shop years ago, and while they were in line, my grandpa, who is a major hugger, kept reaching backwards to hug my dad behind him. At some point. My dad stepped out the line to see the menu or grab something and notably a taller guy took his place. My grandpa reached back and grabbed the guy's butt. (laughs) But my grandpa apologised of course and mentioned he was trying to hug his son and my dad put up his hands and said, I don't know him. (laughs) Classic. I love that. (laughs) Um, this one, 
this one I kind of feel I feel for them because it must be quite hard so I don't know if it's quite as embarrassing as it sounds they write my parents raised me as a Jehovah's Witness which in a small town like mine was incredibly difficult to deal with which I can absolutely imagine with the mockery name calling and just plain demeanors kids my own age gave me especially after knocking on their door Saturday mornings preaching the word and showing up Monday morning school made for an interesting childhood if that's what you could call it which I'd, I feel for them because I, we all have that when the Jehovah's Witnesses comes to the door and you don't want to answer and then obviously the kids <laughs> will see them they see that child again like Monday at school and they're like you were at my fucking door like what are you doing do you yeah. know what I mean so I, I do like mm. I kind of get why he would feel embarrassed for that or she sorry i didn't notice or oh, they everyone knows. everyone yeah. knows. they don't know when they see them at the door i mean i've been yeah. guilty myself i don't answer the door to be honest with you i, I don't either. answer the door to anyone unless i know no. that something's coming yeah um, i don't really that even when someone's coming i'll like open the window i'll say yeah. Can yeah. you just leave it in the porch? Do you know what yeah. I do, though? I've got my windows open. I'm always in costume. <laughs> I've got my windows open and everything, and my blinds, and people are knocking at the door, sort of being a nosy person, trying to look in. I'm just sod, like, sod off, don't look in. Just because my window's open doesn't mean I yeah. don't have to answer the door to you. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Someone came to my friend's house while I was having a cuppa with her, right? And um, he was like... Uh, I think, you know, the smart meters, he was coming to tell my friend that he need they needed a smart meter. Mm-hmm. Uh, trying to persuade him to have one, really. Well, anyway, he was knocking on the door and then he was coming to the window like this. And then, because uh, obviously he'd seen us. Elise was like, I've got to go to the door now. Because she tried to ignore it three times, but he just kept coming back and he could see us. And he was like knocking again. So, but anyway, he came in. It turned out he had a couple with us. We was like chatting to him for an hour. Just about random things. <laughs> and he seemed yeah. alright, to be fair. And then I was just like, did that really just happen? He was like telling us his life story and his holidays that he's been on and then just left. Maybe he was just bored and lonely. Yeah, he must have been. He, he just thought, oh, would... these girls have me. <laughs> to be honest, though, even if somebody was doing that to me, I just would ignore them. But I'm just like that. Like, yeah. <laughs> I think my friend would have, but because, like... There was two of us there, and he'd yeah. seen us, like, you felt he was laughing and joking yeah, yeah. as well. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like Nicola, though. I'd ignore them. I think, well, you haven't got an appointment with me, so I'm not letting you in. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have to be careful as well, though, because you don't know who you're letting in. You hear you all don't. sorts, do yeah? Yeah. I, I don't know. It's too unsafe. I don't, to be honest, whoever they are, I wouldn't trust them. Um, no. I, I mean, I'm a bit cautious even when delivery people come, do you know what I mean? I'm making sure that, yeah. you know. Yeah. And luckily, yeah. You, you get to know, don't you, delivery people usually. They're usually yeah. the same type of people. Um, yeah. <clears throat> um, got this one. There is a huge family portrait that uh, is like 1.5 metres long and it's the absolute worst photo of me. I'm 12 and I look awkward as fuck. When people... Um, that I know came over they used to laugh at it uh, and I had one close friend that couldn't stop laughing for years I've asked my parents to take it down and they ignore me have you got a photo that you absolutely hate and your parents have still got up to be honest with you 
My mum doesn't have any pictures of me up. Oh! <laughs> my mum has still got all my primary school photos, um, high school photos, yeah. them all over a wall. Yeah. To be fair, I don't I love them, left. but I don't oh, hate no. them either. Oh, oh you are. <laughs> Not really. You are. <clears throat> no, really. You don't though. Need... To be honest, my mum has got a big bag like of photos of me, like she's got reams of me, like you know, took on the the print pictures, like you back in the day photos, you know. Yeah. Um, she doesn't have any of them up. She has some of like my my, my brother, but I, obviously he's like what six. And then I've got like my my sister like with her uni photos and stuff like that. But there's none of me. And my dad wouldn't even have a photo of me on his phone, never mind around his house, and I would never know. And but no, so I'm all right like that. But I'm gonna say as a mother. We just want pictures of our kids everywhere, do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, yeah. But it's like thing, a proud moment. But the good thing now, you've got social media, haven't you? And like me, I kind of have social media as like a backup of pictures. Like I'll keep yeah. them privately, but it's like my photo albums, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. So, so yeah. Have you, has your parents got pictures of you, Heather? Yeah, they've got loads of pictures. My mum actually loves... Uh, don't laugh, but she likes collecting photo frames. Oh. <laughs> and recently, I actually, um, you know, like you got an app on your phone and you can print the photos off your phone. Yeah. And I actually yeah. gave her a wad of pictures and I said, yeah, I'll just have these and just, I don't know, do what you want with them. But she does actually like just putting them in frames. Uh, but there are embarrassing pictures. Like, I, I mean... <laughs> You know what it's like. I mean, when you're growing up, you just look embarrassing, don't you? You're going through like phases of like goth phase and yeah. this and the other. That's I like, had the goth phase too. Like with me, with pictures, <laughs> you occasionally scroll through my phone and go, oh, look at you. And it comes up on my memories and they're like, oh, God. Yeah. And I'm like, what? <laughs> yeah. You know. Yeah, my nan always tells like childhood stories when I take my friends there or Nathan there, and she'll just tell all the childhood stories. Uh, yeah, and I'm just like, oh, this is so cringy. Do it's I have to nice. see it again? I love that. I love that. It's really sweet. That is, <laughs> it is sweet, but it's like, oh god, not again. Yeah. <laughs> uh, oh. This one I can relate to as well. So. Um, my mom knitted a sweater for me with my name on it in big letters. Although I eventually grew to love it, the first couple of times I wore it in school were embarrassing as I was a shy person. Oh. Oh, my nan used to knit me jumpers with like massive pom-poms on, so I completely relate to that. And it was embarrassing, my mom used to make me wear them as well. Joan, and I've once... just got a picture. Pom-pom-pom-pom-pom. <laughs> Have you still got one? Yeah. And they were like, uh, it was like bright, it was purple, bright purple, pink sleeves, yellow, green, orange, every pom-pom you can imagine oh on the jumper. That is cool. And I had a photo of it. My mum made me use that photo to use to send to a pen friend because we had to like write to people in Germany and they'd like write back to us. And I never received a letter from my pen friend. Oh. oh and I, I'm convinced it was because of that funny jumper. jumper? Flipping out. Hello. Oh my god. Oh. Oh, oh dear. Yeah, it's fun. 
Have you got any more, or should we leave it there? And uh, yeah, I haven't really got anything else. You. No, I think that's it. But I do want to ask a question. Actually, it was triggered from what Heather said about photo frames that her mom collects. Well, do you guys collect anything? If so, what? Heather. Well, mine's a bit interesting slash strange, but I do collect um, tarot cards. Um, and I have a huge array of tarot and oracle cards um, and I'm obsessed and I can't stop buying them. So Have I've been on loads? that. I've got a lot. I've got lots, loads. And um, I used to have them on um, subscription and but it's just like this thing. I can't stop. It's like I'll go on websites and I'll, I'll look for different ones and I'm thinking oh, I could do with that and it'll blend with this tarot, this oracle deck. Um, but yeah, and I, as you probably know, I do like doing tarot readings anyway, but I've got way too many and I'll just keep <laughs> keep getting them. I don't need them. <laughs> but I think, oh, yeah, when I was younger, I used to collect porcelain dolls. Um oh, no. Yeah, I did. I, I had a thing about porcelain dolls, and um, when I was good, my dad would get me like a porcelain doll as a treat, and it would be like just I don't know a cheap little one. But then they got expensive, mm -hmm. and they were real collectors. And um, I'd have the baby dolls, and I'd have like the bride's dolls. Um, yeah, and I just used to love looking at them and collecting them and holding them. <laughs> Do you know what? They scare me. And my nan used to buy me some porcelain dolls and stuff because she was into stuff like that. Oh no, but I think I've just watched too many horror films. Scary. I'm not gonna lie. I mean, I mean, I've moved house now, and I left them in the attic. Most of them. So whoever lives there now has got like an abundance of dolls. But uh... they're gonna be like, wait, have we literally the bought the horror movie? Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, it was gone. Oh, let's go and sell them. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, they'll probably get rid of them at a carpet sale. But my dad, <laughs> he was like, Oh, you've done a good day. Um, good, done, done a good like, week at school. We're going to play a doll for you. And I'm thinking, I just got loads of them. And they were like really expensive dolls. But um, most of them are left behind. Uh, I've once collected uh, Alice in Wonderland things. Oh, um, I love Alice in Wonderland, yeah. yeah. But not so much anymore. I don't feel like I collect anything these days. Mm. Um, like, yeah, like wigs I tend to have a lot of, but that's me mainly for work. Wigs, yeah, wigs is another one with me. Yeah, I uh, I do like a wig. <laughs> but oh any, when you were younger that you can think of, anything else? Nah, to be honest, you know, like, my interest i know this sounds like wild but i always just like to save my money so that was my collection really mm. i would just collect the money like my pocket money totally um, me, yeah so i would just like uh and maybe beauty stuff back in the day but not so much Aww. so either that's uh, nice isn't it i wouldn't have thought that you know oh really like a little squirrel storing up your money. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I like, yeah, well, I did, uh, I used to like. I love that. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I love it. 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 Yeah, I love it.
so um, many days, isn't it? When you're like collecting stuff, like, you know, I mean, my boys, they collect, they're just like into gaming. And so, like, at one point it was Skylanders, and then it was like um, anything Marvel. But mm. I don't know. It's, yeah, dolls and tarot. Mm. Interesting. What do you collect, Nick? Probably not really a lot nowadays, but I've, I have been a very collector type person. And basically, like now, if there's something and I, for example, like when my kids were little, um, my son, he was into like, you know, cars, the movie, and we'd buy the cars, and I had to have every single one of them. Like, oh, I just, he probably doesn't care, but I did. I kept, actually there is one thing that I do probably collect but I haven't bought one for a while because I haven't bought any out Disney animator dolls my loft oh, is full yeah. of these dolls like they used to be on my wardrobes and they're all in the boxes um, like never been touched ever took out the boxes I absolutely love them they're like this they got if you just search Disney animator dolls you'll know what I mean so any Disney fans that want to have a look um, go onto Disney Store and just type in Disney Animator Dolls and it will come up and they're all like the Snow White and you know T Tiana and like all of them and I'll just keep waiting for doing another one but they haven't bought any more out yet so that's probably the only thing mm -hmm. as an adult but when I was younger I was obsessed with like um, Puppy in My Pockets they still do them now but they're not the same so when they were younger they were so much better and I've still got them all they're all in a big box I used to collect pogs, photos of the Spice Girls. Oh, yeah. oh, I used to get the pogs, yeah. Nick, you saying that, I used to collect those as well, the photos of the Spice Girls. That was mainly for my, oh, like, yeah, my nan, though. Yeah, my nan used to buy them for me. Um, and, you know, the T.Y. Teddies? Oh, yes, yes. You've I've made me think Yeah, I used to mm. collect those as well I've when I was I've, younger. I've still got all my pogs. All my bloody Spice Girls um, stuff. I've not got rid of them. I've still got them. I don't know why. I just won't get oh, rid of them. And there was yeah. things like, you know, when you have magazine subscriptions and stuff, there was one called Dogs Around the World because I've been obsessed with dogs and I always wanted a dog and my mum and that would never get me a dog. And then I started collecting these things um, and I was dying to have a dog. <laughs> I kept going on. I remember collecting so many of them. I've still got them now. Um, and then soon after that, I kept bugging them going on. And then I got a dog in the end. Um, oh. But I think oh. I, I, maybe I collect pets. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. A lot of animals. Oh. Um, but oh, yeah, just stuff, stuff like that, really. And I don't know if this counts, but I used to um, collect photographs. So, like, I would um, buy them little disposable cameras mm. and I would take, I like, a photo, like, random photos of my friends while we were out and stuff when we, when I was a teenager. Yeah. But I'd, I'd buy one of them, Lily, every weekend Aww. and then just take photos. So, maybe that a little bit is that. a collection. Yeah. I'm not sure, but, yeah. like, a collection of memories more so. Yeah. yeah. Nicer. I love that. Mm, that's interesting. Yeah. Yes, so, Heather, are you ready for your interview so the audience yeah. can know you a little bit? Awesome. Yeah, Okay, so do you want to tell us a bit about yourself, um, why you started ASMR, how you got into it and things like that to start with? Yeah, where do you want me to begin? <laughs> yeah, beginning. so, yeah, at the beginning, what made you listen to ASMR to start with? Well, in the beginning, I started listening to ASMR 
because I suffered with really bad panic attacks. And I don't really know to this day what brought them on. And so it was me and my mum at the time. And um, she said, why don't you watch some ASMR? And I said, what is that? Um, and she says, why don't you try this? And she sent me a link. And I think it was Maria, Gentle Whispering. Oh, yeah. Um, yeah. yeah. So I started watching that and I thought, oh, this is so nice. Like, it's really relaxing. And I thought, oh, what would happen if I did my own channel? And I thought, well, I thought at the time, I thought, I can't do it. I haven't got the confidence. And so I thought, well, why not? You know, I've got nothing to lose. And um, I did my own channel and I was just, you know, having a laugh with it more than anything. I don't really take things, social media, I don't take it too serious. No, I mean, yeah. um, I think that's like a healthy way to be sometimes. But um, what year yeah. was that? What year? Oh, God. I can't remember now. I think it was at least, it must have been about, what, four years ago? Yeah, I was so, going to say, you started around the same time as yeah. I did. Yeah, because we were playing. Yeah. We were because when we went ice skating that one time and we were chatting about stuff. Yeah, yeah. Um, it was just, and obviously, because I've got two boys and they've got autism. And I felt like I really gravitated towards it because obviously the sensory side of things. Mm. And I mean, I don't have autism myself, but I just felt like really drawn to it. And I thought this is so relaxing and I'm not one to like watch soaps or anything. I'd rather watch stuff on YouTube. Mm. And so I sat in bed whilst trying to get the kids to sleep as well. And I just put my AirPods in and I just try and relax and drift off. But it was mainly down to obviously just like panic attacks and I, I don't know what brought them on but it really helped it's and interesting my... that your mum introduced you to the ASMR yeah, she did, I've I... had to introduce all everyone that's older than me I've had to introduce ASMR yeah. to them, that's really interesting that someone introduced yeah. it to you yeah. that's older than you really odd and I said so how did you stumble across that and she said well funnily she was at the time when she was working she would have her like airpods in and she said to me I'm just watching this and I thought at first that, oh, this is a bit of a piss take. But as I got into it and I Googled yeah, yes. it more and more, I thought, this is really nice. I really love it. And um, obviously you've got like an array of ASMR. It can be anything and everything. And even stuff like day to day. Like yeah. I, get a bit, I get so annoyed. Like I've done lives on TikTok and they'll say, this is an ASMR. You're not doing it properly. I'm thinking everything is ASMR really when you yeah. think about it. You Don't know. start me on that topic. <laughs> no, we were talking about trolls and what they say a few weeks ago, oh, so God. we get that, yeah. Yeah. Um, so what else do you do as well as YouTube? Um, well, YouTube, I do, and then I do OnlyFans. I do TikTok. Um, I've got IG, but I don't really... I just put stuff on there from family, if I'm honest. Um, <laughs> I think, I don't know, Facebook is like... <laughs> I'm bothered with Facebook much nowadays. Me neither. But it, it just, I don't know, I love going on TikTok. I do it just to get, just to get like that like energy out and have a laugh more than anything. I don't take anything seriously. Um, but yeah, it's them are the only platforms that I use, to be honest with you. Which would you say is your main platform then? Um, I only find TikTok. Yeah. Okay. Um, have any like have people in your real life 
treated you different since you started OnlyFans? Yeah, they do. Yeah. They treat, yeah, they really have, and not in a positive way. Um, mm. And they will look at you as if you are a prostitute, and it's not like that at all. There's, can't think of the girl's name. She's got red hair, and she does Rebecca. a lot of OnlyFans. She's probably the what, only realistic person I can, like, you know, yeah. gravitate towards. But, um, yeah, they look at you as if you're, I don't know, like shit on their show, if I'm honest. I mean, we've you don't do anything sexual either, do you? You just do your ASMR? No, no, I just, well, I've done the ASMR and obviously just underwear stuff. Oh, yeah, nice. Yeah, but obviously a lot of people, I mean, loads of people use it for anything, can't they? It's not just sexual based. Yeah, I think that's kind of took over, hasn't it, with that platform? Yeah, everyone has that now. They all think that it is that. How, do you have many trolls on your OnlyFans? Yeah, I do. You do? Um, there's lots. And it's really off-putting, to be honest with you. And if I wasn't so headstrong and thick, because mm. I'm quite thick-skinned, to be honest. I laugh at anything. I laugh at myself. But it does. It wears you down. Yeah. Um, but I don't take much mind to it, if I'm really honest. But I think everyone's going to have trolls. I think Nick's got them on her youtube channel you've probably got them on yours but yeah. they'll come at you in a different light they'll they'll look at you as if you're just like an object mm. not like a person i mean when you say you've got trolls on there do you mean like say people who actually kind of hate on you yeah like actually people so that they, hate on they them. pay yeah. to basically troll you yeah i mean i've had people from only bands go on my tiktok and then they'll hate them and they'll send me like private messages and I'm like okay I don't get it um well at least you get some out of them <laughs> yeah I don't know it's just weird, people it? in general you just can't can't trust anybody if I'm really honest no but um it, it's like we put ourselves out there so we're obviously going to get that type of backlash in some way one way or another doesn't mean yeah. you yeah. No, no. And the thing is, what really grinds my gears is the fact that, say, like you do like ASMR on YouTube or you do stuff on TikTok or OnlyFans, people look at you differently. They don't, they look at you in a way whereas you're not like a normal human, like almost robotic. And it really like baffles me at times. Mm. And I thought I'll never understand it. They do, they forget yeah. we're human, don't they? Yeah. They really do, yeah. and like I'll get these random comments, random messages, and I look at them and do a double take, and I'm like, "Is that normal? Is that real?" Yeah, <laughs> you know. Yeah. But yeah, OnlyFans is a is a weird platform, if I'm really honest, but because you've got such an array of categories, I mean, like you can have people do like it's full on prostitution type of thing. I know that sounds harsh when I say that, but it. It is what it is. Mm. Um, then you've got people well, do porn and it really. Yeah, yes. porn. Yeah, yeah. Porn. Mm-hmm. Then you've got people who do tarot on um, OnlyFans. People who do the feet. I mean, you know, I do a lot of stuff with feet as well. Um, but it, it really is like such a huge category. Um, but yeah. 
And people, I don't know. It's not... Some people have really done well. I mean, I look at a Rebecca, and I don't know why, I always find her such an inspiration. I mean, if I've said that to her in, yeah. on a post, some people are like, you find that an inspiration? And I'm just sat there and thought, she's just amazing for herself. And I, I yeah. want to be yeah. honest with you. Yeah. I um, signed up to her page um, yeah. like last month or something like that because I wanted to have a look. And, oh, my gosh, her work is, is outstanding. Do you know what I mean? But I forget yeah. the, the sexual side of it, you know. It, I'm not about yeah. the, the way it's the production value. And like, I mean, yeah. they're full-length yeah. kind of things, you know. I didn't have bloody time to didn't watch any of them. But, like, some of them are like full brilliant. movies, don't they? Because I've seen, like, the teases on Twitter. Because I yeah. follow her everywhere as well. And I'm like, they are like a full movie production, but in yeah. porn. It's, it's the effort, it's absolutely brilliant. It's the yeah. effort and the quality. Yeah, and yeah, yeah. And she's so humble about it, which I think a lot of people gravitate towards. Because she's, she's normal, she's down to earth. She's and she's healthy. hasn't she? Worked to work. Yeah. 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 And, and, you know, it's just, yeah, I, I look up to her actually. <laughs> I follow her sister as well. I don't know whether you did the girl gambler. I don't know. Yeah, she's um she wrote a book as well because um like obviously she was a gambler and she's come out of that or like yeah, mm. she's trying to change the way things are sold in shops because if you're addicted to gambling, like a scratch card is so easy to come by. You yeah. see it right at the till. So yeah. she was trying to um change how things are sold when it comes to gambling like the law of it yeah. yeah so yeah, yeah. Uh, she's quite interesting as well and um, the girl gambler on tiktok i don't know whether she's posted for a while though because i ain't seen her for a bit but i'm not mm -hmm. always on tiktok like i used to be so yeah but yeah oh. she's interesting she's a rebecca goodwin sister but don't mention oh are you rebecca goodwin sister because she hates it because like off but yeah. she gets it that often she just wants to yeah. be seen for who she is you know yeah, what i mean she's understandable yeah yeah, yeah. But yeah, she's quite uh, she's quite good. She want, you might want to um, have a look at her. Um, so, a random question: If someone asked you Heather to pee <laughs> for their drugs test, so you'd be clear for them, would you do it? What a question is that, Blimey. <laughs> this is what we asked our audience. So, um, yeah. So, like, if someone had to do a drugs test, yeah. would you do the test for them? Oh, I'd like to see your answer for this. <laughs> and I mean, I'm thinking of that. What is it? That film? Is it American? Not American Beauty. Is it American Beauty or something? Where he had to do that? I'm sure he had to do that in a film. <laughs> That's something else. Um, I don't think I could. To be honest, I don't know. I mean, if I was offered a lot of money, <laughs> I don't know. What makes sense? <laughs> if I was offered a lot of money, possibly. Yeah. I don't think I would just do it for nothing. Mm, exactly. Um, yeah, Charity there'd have to be some... There'd have to be some exchange. There'd have to be an exchange. Yeah, so oh, I said, God. if I'm going to get in, I'd have to know how much trouble I could get into if I got caught. Before I made the decision. Yeah, me, so that's like, why I was like... Me, money. <laughs> yeah, I'll the same, money. To have to be in exchange for something. Oh my God, what a question is this? <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, what is the most embarrassing thing you've ever done? Oh so God. what's like the most embarrassing situation you've ever been in and you've been like, oh, I want to crawl up my own arm? Um... 
god. Um, I don't know, really. I mean, I don't get phased too much, but I mean... Nick's the same. She was saying she doesn't know, she can't remember. I mean, the one time I had a really bad stomachache, it goes on again about this fucking IBS. And I, there was no toilet around, and I had to go to the toilet, and it was in a park. And I had to take shit in, like, by a tree, by a bush. Um, but that was probably the worst thing. <laughs> oh, so you had to take a shit in public? Yeah. I, I, I shouldn't think... laugh, because I, I understand, you know what I'm saying, but the embarrassment. Yeah, see ya. <laughs> yeah. What happened was... Oh, really Heather, I can't believe how unfazed you are telling that story. It's like no. you're telling me a story about, I'm like... something happened. I'm unfazed. Oh, I'm just shitting in a bush. Like, what? You know what? I love that. I love it. <laughs> what happened was, I really... I had a horrendous... I think it was a virus. I don't know what it was. Um, And I, I, I shouldn't have even gone out in the car. <laughs> and um, I thought, what do I do? I can't go anywhere. And so I thought, right, the nearest place is the park. And so I went in this nature reserve. And I just thought, oh, I've got to go. And that was it. And I had to take a shit. And that was that. And that was the end of that. <laughs> I've got a question. This is probably going to be a bit it. weird. But did you just go? Or did you, like, use the leaves? <laughs> well, I was looking in the... I had to look in the glove box, and I know you're going to cringe, and I don't know what you're going to think of this, but there was only a sanitary towel in my in my glove box. And no, I thought, well, right. what do I What's do? I have, I have to clean myself with a sanitary towel. That's better than a leaf. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Definitely. Yeah. So that was oh. that. And I thought, well, I don't know. I've had many occurrences. <laughs> Oh, wow, okay. <laughs> I'm so unfazed. I'm like, next. <laughs> yeah, no, I really love that, though. I really yeah. enjoy that. That's a really good attitude to have. Um, yeah. Have you got any Psycho X stories? Oh, God. I, there was this one person um, recently um, that was obsessed with me, and I, I'm not like a jealous type of person but I think it all come down to jealousy but there was this one guy um he was obsessed he was American he was 50 um and he just wouldn't stop messaging me and I thought I'll just go along with it you know um thinking it's all one of these fans off only fans and I'll just have like a bit of banter but he really got obsessed I wouldn't say he was even an ex I'd say he was just an abnormal individual um, yeah, so you just had a like, psychic yeah, experience. Yeah, he, he messaged me and he was saying, I've sold my house, um, which I thought was odd. I'm thinking, I don't know you. Then he was saying, um, I want to marry you. And I'm thinking, this is just deranged. But it really, it happened from what he said. He said he sold his house and I'm thinking, but he was, yeah. I think he was a serial type of data guy and very narcissistic love yeah. bombing gaslighting and yeah i mean yeah you gotta so, be so careful with these people because oh. like you get yourself into so much shit yeah well i think is i go along with things it's a bit of banter and you know as a laugh but some people are just i don't know they're like so serious yeah so yeah, be careful who you banter with you yeah, watch, yeah. Like... Be careful. 
I mean, it's American I, again, though. I don't trust American. <laughs> but there's there's um, another creator. I'm not going to mention a name, but she has been public about this, and she was basically experiencing this, um, and it was what, just what similar to what you've said. Somebody in America. Um, Always we, America. <laughs> we had to like do. We did certain digging and stuff, and then the the. The police over there got involved in the end um but it was really worrying but this person she started off by responding like yeah. not as in a like a jokey way or anything just more of a i'm just kind of like leave me alone or something like that me personally i just yeah. would have blocked and not even bothered um and obviously things escalated and she was having a lot of a hard time on it and then if she'd post a video it would start up again and like she'd have pictures of his passport um because she sent him everything and saying he's going to marry her mm. and all this it was mad this was like last year it What's really it? come out it... so just be yeah. careful guys <laughs> yeah yeah messaging. yeah that's really scary isn't it that is mm. Yeah. So what happened in the end then? Did did she get past all that or I'm not sure. She last posted about it I think last year and I think the police went round and like give him a warning. So we and, stuff. and that or it, it, I don't know. It was quite in depth. I'll I'll tell you guys later so you can see yourself. Oh. I'm not saying it publicly. Yeah. Heather, do you believe in conspiracy theories? Yes, a hundred percent. Oh, you're with me then. <laughs> yeah, not really fazed by them. But... God, so, I what one's your favourite? I know. I, I love anything. I actually, I, I believe in aliens. I know that sounds really cheesy to some people, but I, I do. I love anything like the X Files. I love anything just really, you know, unusual. Um, I, I could just, yeah. I'm always on TikTok looking up really random stuff. So with, with conspiracies, um, I'm guessing you're quite up to date with all kinds of conspiracies. That's whether you think they're extreme or not. I mean, what about the ones that are saying that it's all about like control, that new world order? We yes, yeah, I believe in that. And yeah, that to do with a lot of it was to do with COVID, the way it was all. It, yeah, I 100% believe it all. I, right, we're going to have a failed day. <laughs> I do. I, and I think, what is that airport called where they've got that New World Order? I can't think of the name of it now. Um, There's some things abroad, isn't there, that's being made? Like, a, is it Saudi Arabia and stuff where they're starting to make people live in this... I don't know, there's all sorts of stuff. It is really interesting. I've not heard of that one. Um, they're trying to everything they're doing they're trying to say it's to prepare the world and change it but some people are saying that the government make the weather and then it made me laugh the other day because yes. I thought yeah. it's funny that and everyone's gone back to school and now the weather's roasting <laughs> and it's just like yeah. inconveniently um, and then you've got the, the Twin Towers yeah that one again Brittany I believe it. I think it was all orchestrated um, by the government, I do. Mm. I'm a hundred percent. Is it the? Um, is I think it they know about it, but I don't think it was planned in that way. I think they knew, like I said before, I think they knew about it because of because there was a spy there. But if they'd have let them know that 
that if they'd let them know the planes were coming, it would have let the country that the spy was in know that they was there and it would have jeopardised everything. Mm. So that's why they couldn't say anything, I mean, personally. People believe in like, that chemtrails are like poisoning us, um, like they're dropping chemicals on us. I don't believe that, if I'm honest with you. Um, do like... you, Heather? Um, I do believe what um, Nick just said about the weather because I did watch a documentary about it and it was called, I think, The Harp Experiment. Um, That's it, yeah. That's happening, isn't it? And I actually 100% believe that and it's I can't remember now exactly where it's located but it's in America somewhere. Um, really interesting, this documentary, and they explained how, obviously, it, it's all been orchestrated um, and they they can control the weather. It's geoengineering, isn't it? They are doing yeah, a harp. It, That's I've it's looked hard, into that. Yeah. yeah, it's really fascinating. And obviously, there was another chap that I was um, watching his documentary called um, Bob Lazar, and he's all into. Well, he was like um, he he was into all like um, he was a scientist. Um, I don't know if you've heard of him, Nick. Um, and he worked for Area 51. Um, but it, it's just so interesting because when you actually go down the rabbit hole further and further... A lot of it links up. Yeah, a lot of it yeah. links up. A lot of it makes sense. And the more madder it is, the more it makes sense to me. Because you've got um, some people, that they don't want to know, do they? They're just living the life. No. You've got some yeah. people, they just can't get their head around it. And I think some people are just genuinely scared with it. Yeah, they're scared, so they like block yeah. it off, and they're like, "Oh, that's not real. That's not happening." But it 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 does exist. It is real, and no, I'm no. one of these. Sorry. No, come on. I'd rather I'd rather watch biographies and documentaries about things because when I say that about conspiracies, because they are real. Um, and I know it sounds so silly saying, "Oh well, aliens. Where's the proof?" Yeah, there's got. But, to be. Um, there's got to be. <laughs> There's there other, has to be some. There's other. I mean, it's like my kids will say, like, well, technically we're aliens to somebody, maybe on another mm. planet or whatever, and it's you know, it's very interesting. Like, and the Britney one's a big one. Um, yeah. About Britney. Do you know she's uh, split up with him? No, I didn't. I've, I've not really been following much on Britney. Tell a bit more. I was hoping for a bit of a discussion. Oh wait, on that. yeah, no, because yeah, yeah, hasn't she? So he's accused her of cheating. I don't know. All I, um, I think he actually ended it with her, but I think she wanted to split up with him anyway. And she started saying that she, he was working with her dad at the beginning, which is what all her fans were saying. Yeah. they've all said he's a part of it, and that, and I'm. Everyone's always going about, like, she's an AI and all this kind of stuff and she's not there and whatever. <laughs> um, but the funny thing is, now she's actually stood up and it's over now, isn't it? Do you know what I mean? So a lot of people's problems, the public, was her being with him, thinking that he yeah. was in on all this um, stuff. So it'd be interesting yeah. to see how it unfolds, actually. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I don't trust her dad at all. I mean, like some, some. I mean, like I don't know if you've seen the Netflix documentary with Britney, um, 
and it, it goes into detail about her dad being so controlling and like this money aspect of it as well that bothers me and i'm thinking that's not normal um that like, then, so one, cheap. yeah terrible that's yeah, i, I think that's disturbing that is and like when she she couldn't have um certain medication and she she had to be assigned to doing so many tours and i think she wasn't allowed to get yes, pregnant she was that ill that they made her work all them hours they tried to say yeah. that she had dementia as well yeah and she didn't she yeah, had she was going on stage <laughs> singing yeah. and dancing yeah it, it's scary if i'm really honest with you it disturbs me because when you like everyone's saying oh um, hollywood i'd love to go there be famous you, you are signing a contract with the devil it's it's scary like i wouldn't want to be her. i wouldn't want to be her at all um because you literally are signing your soul over and i sound dramatic that is true scary. though you have to you have to fit to i mean we see it slightly youtube you have to fit to a what your audience expects from you oh yeah yeah do you know yeah. what i mean so yeah um and obviously they have a lot of pressure to make to create money for everyone that's working for them as well so yeah. they've got to make sure that they are putting in the work and whether they feel like shit or not they've got to be there every day like, yeah singing yeah. on stage like nothing's happening do you know what i mean yeah no, it I, must think, be hard. I think britney was abused though and still is being yeah, abused for some reason. i mean i'm not a britney spears fan like you know but you can just see like the way it's all portrayed and put together and you think this is not normal like mm -hmm. i'd rather have no money and be happy and healthy than have that yeah luckily, luckily people are brave enough to speak about it's much more now like there is more documentaries yeah. and more people are talking about it like the childhood stars as well yeah. they're talking about yeah. how hard it was being a childhood star growing up mm. um a lot of them was like taking drugs and stuff to keep them awake and drinking yeah. a lot just to get rid of the depression so yeah it's like, like that um they are being much more open Nick, you might know, is it Corey Feldman? Is it Corey Feldman? The guy, um, I've forgotten what films he's in now. Um, but he was, like, subjected to all that, like, the grooming side and, mm. you know, like, all, you know, with money as well, like, you can't touch it type of thing. Is that a um, bit like Elvis, isn't it? Yeah. Like, I watched yeah. the movie and, like, it's totally bizarre. It's scary. It really it bothers me actually because you know it is happening. You know it's not made up crap. Yeah. I don't know. But <laughs> I'd rather oh. be a nobody. <laughs> yeah, same. Uh, okay, so question time's over. You can relax. And we are now going to talk about you and Nick as moms with health issues, mental health issues, and your children with similar. Uh, issues as well because i believe they both your children both suffer with the same is that correct yeah 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 so this might be really good for people that also have children that are like you too so yeah that's uh yeah. down to nick if you want to start that conversation yeah, um so what i'll start with is actually um i think it would just be easy for me to start with actually my diagnosis um so i've had a lot of issue issues mentally um and some health issues as well um 
so the main thing you probably are I'm very aware and not open uh, I've got a lot of complex mental health issues um, I've been in and out of psychiatrists and God knows what so my diagnosis as it stands is borderline personality disorder complex PTSD major depressive disorder and I am autistic myself um, that was diagnosed a few about 2016 or something like that but it explains a lot from what I was like when I was a kid yeah um, without yeah. going too much into that um, so my mental health has been the main impact of my life and obviously having autism and not not knowing um, and I was also I'm dyslexic which I didn't find out until okay. I was at college that's when I got like tested and stuff my, I remember my mum and that always were insisting there was something wrong with me um, you know and nobody would do anything like oh, I'm a naughty child like de kicking off in school and like punching and panicking yeah. and just the anxiety I hated school um, yeah. the difficulties um, like sorry carry on sorry I just wanted to chime in when you said about um, a lot of people they, they always say that you're a naughty child you've got behavioral problems and the thing is like you say you were, you were diagnosed at a later age and um it's like with my son because he's got autism both of the boys do and my eldest has type 1 diabetes but they label you as naughty and rebellious and you're not focusing you're not doing as you're told but it, it's it's not that at all it's the autism it's like you can't focus at all and obviously struggling retaining information academically that's going to be a big factor as well um i, I can only imagine because black lot back obviously when i was at school <laughs> many moons ago th things were not really there were they if you know what i mean nobody no, was really no. interested it wasn't like talked about yeah. and, like mental health wasn't as open as it was quite wasn't it, it still can be in some with some yeah. people you know there's definitely stigma yeah. behind it um yeah. but for me getting a diagnosis is, is is important now some people don't like labels but to me so i know what's going on and how i can treat it or how i can deal with it um yeah. and i i like with the with autism side of it i've got all sorts of different things like with like the ocd side of it because i always said i'm ocd but i'm not quite ocd but you are ocd yeah. it was one of these things and then when i got diagnosed with autism it's like that's where the ocd comes into it and like, like different things like that um yeah. but then moving on from my that side of it i've also got um fibromyalgia um and i've got slip well a herniated disc in c5 and I've also got arthritis in my knees and in my cervical spine, so cervical degenerative disorder or whatever. So yeah. that's, I mean, basically being a bit of a, you know, idiot. I'm older than I actually am. Um, and then obviously I'm in the menopause from a full hysterectomy. So everything's out, including cervix, and I'm in the menopause and have been for what, seven years. Um, so when you put all that together, <laughs> it's a bit of, you know, oh, wow. I've got IBS, which comes into other things. Um, yeah. So that is basically all my diagnoses. And my daughter is also autistic and she has sensory processing disorder. Um, she's also got joint hypermobility, which I do have, um, and like flat feet and stuff. So that all combines into that. So that's me. Yeah. 
It's a lot, isn't it, to digest, yeah. isn't it? Yeah, that's that's a lot for one person, wouldn't you say? Yeah, um, and then people are like, oh, you've always something wrong with you. And I'm just like, oh, I don't want no. anything wrong with me, but it is. And a lot of the things, yeah. they all overlap, don't they? And you've got yeah. so many things. And, and a lot of them, because they're invisible, people don't think they're mm -hmm. real. Because yeah. people can't see it, they often think, oh, well, because it's, it's, I can't see it like a broken leg. They think, well, it, it doesn't exist, it's, it's non-existent, mm -hmm. you know, and it really frustrates me, it does. It's like, um, I mean, I'm quite lucky. The only problem I've got is obviously fibromyalgia. Um, but That's enough. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> For the people that don't know and myself, what is fibromyalgia? Um, who would you like to answer? Either, <laughs> either of you, if you want yeah, one of those. It's a hard one really to explain because for a long time I kept thinking, why am I tired? Why do I feel like I've got like the flu constantly? Like I'm just run down 24-7. And, and a lot of people look at you and think, oh, you're just lazy. You can't be bothered. And it's not that at all. Um, a lot of professionals, well, they'll say it can be brought on. It can be brought on by like, say something really bad happening like even birth can say bring it on but it can be just potluck um like a trauma type of thing um and the body it reacts obviously it can make you feel an array of things like i have constant pain and when i say pain it's like my joints ache and um, i feel really drained um like really tired like i could say like i don't know like today i went for a, a, a after dropping the kids off and I felt like I'd done a marathon if I'm honest like I feel physically mentally drained from it um just doing like s simple mundane things so we think like I'm, an autoimmune disease no, I was just gonna explain that. so yeah, it, it affects I'm, your central yeah. nervous system right yeah at the right. moment there are studies saying it's an autoimmune disease but it isn't official yeah Yes. It's right. not officially okay. So there's a lot of people, yeah. They they are trying to, I think, make it official that it is. But there's a lot of evidence to, to suggest. But it's funny yeah. because I've just had a blood test. I won't go into that on here. But one of the things that I did was an inflammation test, um, and that was high. So that means there's inflammation in my body. Mm. So they use it to test for things um, like lupus and God knows what. Um, yeah. But if it is an autoimmune disease, that would be high. So it is quite interesting. But it, like when you talk about pain, you can't explain the pain. It is something no. beyond. And like sometimes that hurts. It's like when my husband, like he can like touch my back sometimes like that, and it hurts so much. And like because obviously I know I've got my problems with my disc and my spine, but I've got the fibro as well, and it. it tends to affect my neck and my shoulders the most and my spine um, and the pain is like so crippling and I don't know about you I'm, I describe it as you know like um, a kebab rotisserie thing a hot steaming knife slicing down that feels like my spine pretty yeah. much all the time yeah. and then you get sore legs sore that and you get tired and then sometimes you do have flu symptoms like you're shivering but yeah. you haven't got a fever you're tired headaches IBS um, yeah yes i'm pretty sure that's still linked to it because like i have a healthy lifestyle like I, I don't drink i don't smoke and i often think what the hell is this about and i'm thinking it has to be connected to fibromyalgia surely mm -hmm. um but it, it's like 
like the pain in my legs is constant and I'm thinking what is that about and I've been to professionals um, and they'll diagnose it oh it's it's fibromyalgia and um, but a lot of people like like you were saying they they look at it and see it as it's almost like made up in your head type of thing oh, and yeah. it's not trust it's me not. whether it's made up in my bloody head or not it flipping hurts <laughs> do you yeah. know what I mean and I, with me it's the pain side of it that I struggle with the yeah. most people don't understand unless you have it yeah. because yeah it is something else the pain it is that yeah. it is really crippling pain yeah. like pain relief doesn't touch it half the time you know i've hot water bottles sorry do you have problems with sleeping as well oh, like that's a silly question yeah i always have yeah. but um, yeah yeah with me um obviously i've got with the menopause as well that affects my sleep but yeah. one of my medications for my mental health the side effects is actually helping me sleep um, so I'm quite open about having medication in the evening because um, there's no point lying about it, you know, and being ashamed of it. But one of the side effects is to help me sleep, so it makes me drowsy. But if it wasn't for that, I'd probably never sleep. Yeah. To be honest. It's horrible. I, I never used to feel like this at all. It's it's only since the kids, and I don't know if it, they say, oh, it's trauma. It can be from like having like say something really like traumatic happening and I don't know what they've said to you Nick um but I don't know what to believe because you get so much information where it's like do I believe this do I believe that and then you'll you'll read into things and like you can be your own worst yeah. like looking I mean, online googling stuff they I mean I've been to professionals about my fibro one and for years and years now that's when I first got diagnosed with hypermobility joint hypermobility and like um flat feet um which causes obviously issues but then i kept going back like fibro this that and the other and then recent years a couple of years ago or a year ago i went to another rheumatologist and they did me like full scans and spine and everything and that's when i found out like what's happening with my knees and my neck and whatnot and then he did all these like intense tests and everything and he says yeah you you've got classic advanced fibromyalgia and there's not really anything we could do mm. That's they it. don't give anything, do they? Apart from this, they only said to me, "Oh, um, have paracetamol. That's all we can give you, or um, a stronger paracetamol." <laughs> and they say healthy, um, healthy lifestyle will help complement it. Well, um, I want to say, I'm <laughs> going to ask you a question. Actually, this is actually an interesting question. So you said you went for a walk, right? Now they yeah. also do exercise. I'm sorry, right? If yeah. I do any kind of exercise, I'm crippled for days. Yeah, I I'm feel ill. Agony. Yeah, I do. It's like my lower back starts hurting. My legs feel heavy and like they're throbbing. Um, and I just feel like it's like that fibro fog. I just feel like malaise. And, and then I started to think for a long time, I think, oh, I'm so lazy. I'm like, I've only done a walk today. What's wrong with me? I've only picked the kids up from school. Why am I so tired and drained? Do you forget but, um, stuff? Yeah, I'm always like... It's annoying, isn't it? <laughs> Yeah, like I'll go upstairs and I'm thinking, what, why have I come up here for? Like, do you struggle to get your words out sometimes? Like, you're talking, you're like, shit, yeah. and your mind's just gone like, what the hell yeah. is you talking about? Yeah, and it's like you're fumbling with words, and I'm thinking, but, do you know, you know like, I it... always fumble with words. Does it, <laughs> yeah. Does it worry me, thinking, shit, I'm not getting dementia, am I? Yeah, you know I mean? yeah. It really was worrying. Yeah, um, it, it 
definitely I'm with you on that one and like it, it gives me anxiety attacks because I think to myself is something really wrong with me something really sinisterly wrong with me and I, so, I know that sounds dramatic but you start to when you feel so ill you think you just think what the hell's going on with my body mm. I do anyway you know mm. you know so I mean obviously then you've got to like you know is it both of your kids did you say no just my daughter just your daughter, but it's like with with me, I think oh, I've got to be physically fit. I've got to be mentally, you know, you know, able with things because like I've got the two lads with the autism, and I need to be on form to look after them. You I know, mean, autism is such a complex thing. Oh. I mean, if I'm being really honest with you, I still don't really understand it properly myself. I just no. know it. It's hard because when you have to write certain things to and you start analysing the situation about your child, you really sit there and think, shit, like, I do so much. Like, yeah, it really hits me. Like, the other day, like, I sat there and I thought, it's constant. And it's like, are they okay? Are they doing this? Make sure you're doing that. Be careful. That It's just like... It's just, it's hard going. Your mind's constantly on the go. Yeah, yeah, you don't get five minutes to breathe. And I think a lot of people that, um, some of the parents, even at my son's school, like, I'll talk about it with them. And you can tell, like, there's this glazed look across their face. And you're thinking, like, are they listening to me? Because it is, like, 24-7. And it's like my son, he's got a learning impairment. He's 13. And he, he can only do math. And PA, and he struggles really badly with obviously his communication side, um, <clears throat> and obviously, you know, as he gets older, that's going to have an impact on him when he goes up. So like he's in year nine now, and it's like was it the other day? Um, well, the other, last month before they broke up, I had a meeting, and they said, well, he's copying off his friends. Um, and I said, I know, but the, the thing is, what can I do? I mean, you know, he's got the option of going to a special needs school or he could stay in mainstream school or he could be at home. But the pressure on the parents is, it, it's, it's another level. You've got to be an incredibly strong individual to cope with an autistic child. Um, so it's, it's like a double whammy. So I know exactly how you feel. Um, and that's why I asked you the other because um, obviously you mentioned about homeschooling, and it's just another, it's just another ball game, isn't it? With schooling, the aspect of them being at school, are they coping? Can they do this, that? Um, I mean, it, um, my kids have never been in school, so I've always, I've always home educated. Um, yeah. And my son's <laughs> fourteen, and my daughter will be twelve soon. Um, in a few yeah. months. and people always look at me like how do you do that like and pe some people are like I can't wait for the kids go back to school and I'm just like it's just normal to me but I'm just it's my, it's yeah. my lifestyle but it, yeah. suits, it suits my family really well um, with my health um, yeah and then with yeah. my daughter like it just works and I'm, it's not easy at all and not with everything yeah. else going on but it, ha it we, I do it because it's the right thing to do for me and yeah. it works. 
and if yeah I'm always on the go but I just it's normal for me do you know what I mean yeah um, um was it because um she was struggling like with like the teachers or was that just your decision or a bit of everything would you say because well, obviously my son's the oldest so I chose to home educate him so he's never been in like nursery school yeah. anything and then okay. obviously my daughter's like three years younger so it just was normal we just did it but because I found out yeah. when she was three that she was autistic it just it just fits the way it was a question yeah. do you yeah. feel like um it hasn't like being homeschooled and never being in a like a public school has it affected their social skills so yeah, that's, thinking. A, that's a hard question when my daughter has social issues anyway because of the autism. Yeah, but your son doesn't. But no, um, to be honest, I mean we've gone to groups and like they've got scouts and you know different things oh, like okay. that. Um, we used to have like there's home ed groups and it, some oh, okay. areas are really better for home ed. Um, but if I'm really honest with you, the home educated kids are something else. Like they're so polite, they're so. <laughs> helpful they're, they're just they seem so different in my experience mm. from being around other school kids like for example i've got my my brother obviously he's at school um and from what i remember me being at school and just from seeing people around they just seem so like different and they seem happier and mm. just that some of them have got so amazing social skills i mean my son they just i don't it's just it hasn't affected it in any way, do you know what I mean? It's, it's, okay. And life's different, isn't it, now? Like, so mm. much of it is online, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. Um, but, yeah, it hasn't done. Whether It might do for some, I don't know, but... Mm. Yeah, I was yeah. just curious. Yeah, yeah. Get asked that a it's lot, a really difficult one. It, It's really difficult, isn't it, to get that balance? And it's funny you say, like, obviously, you've got your kids homeschool which I think it's really nice but it's like my son he, you know young Milo he'll say to me I want to be homeschooled and because he struggles I, I really have a game every day getting him in and I'm exaggerating it's like he won't go into the gate willingly like you'll see the other kids just walk up and I, it's like today I had to go into the playground and I ended up staying into the school and it's just every day like at school. It's, it's horrendous like it's crying screaming and it really takes a mental toll on a mom or a dad and someone one of these and i'm ringing up the school saying hello it's milo's mom can you tell me how he's getting on and i probably sound stupid and fussing but mm -mm. It, it, it it messes your whole day up every day it's horrendous it's like he's what eight and i have to get oh. him dressed in the morning because it's so bad um and then i think well do i take him do i not and i'm thinking i need a bit of space because i don't have anybody help me um so yeah. i'm like i'm really like duck um the good thing about with obviously home educating like i'll go with their ability um yeah. we ain't got to worry about all these stupid tests pointless tests and all the pressure on them and the pressure of exams and yeah. uniforms it's got to look like this otherwise it means you're yeah. not learning um 
because I remember when I was at school, I was basically like what you've just described. Um, yeah. It was a nightmare, and probably the way I was things at school, I didn't, you know, probably I didn't like school. I think that's impacted yeah. my sort of decisions to home educate my kids as well, because. Um, I always wanted to be at home taught but my mum and that just didn't have the capacity to do that and just yeah. things are different whereas me it was just the right thing and it's, it works yeah. well because I go with them um, you know you don't need to follow a curriculum um, and you just find your own feet do you know what I mean um, and so yeah. like, how do you do that? Do you have to sit here this hour to that hour to that hour, not not breathing and not moving? It's it's just not like that at all. Um, yeah, yeah. It's it's funny how you mentioned about with the um, the uniform aspect of it. I mean, like today was the first day back for um, all the lads going in, and I got a phone call um, from like the send department, and she said to me, um, "How are you saying?" I'm think the first thing I said was. He is at school, isn't he? <laughs> like the way she phrased that, and I'm thinking he's gone. Um, she says, just letting you know, um, we need him to wear school shoes. And I said, well, we've bought new school shoes, but he won't wear them. I said because it's a sensory thing. Mm -hmm. I said, you're lucky he's even gone in. <laughs> you're lucky participating. And that he's got actually shoes on. Yeah, that he's actually got <laughs> shoes on. And it really, really angers me because I'm thinking he's there to try to have a go. He's trying to learn. And you're ringing me up about something so frivolous, like you're Synthetic. wasting my time. Yeah. Why do they Oh, you hear things like, I see like people commenting when they go, um, that is distracting the teacher. Like, well, I'm yeah. sorry, but if it's distracting your teacher, you might want to sack them. Yeah. Do you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. But that's all they put oh, the skirt's too short, you're distracting the teacher or you're doing this, it's distracting yeah. this, that and the other. And I'm just sitting there thinking yeah. Stop making it I mean, do you remember when you were at school and it's all these silly things like don't have your tie like that, pull your skirt down or don't wear this. Yeah. Or, you can't no, do you that. Couldn't have two hair, you couldn't have two hair colours, it had to be all one. Um, yeah. yeah. No trainers. On, no dying earrings one only yeah mm. earrings as well and um, trying to have your hair tied up as well if you can um, well, I, sw oh. I swear there was a rule that you couldn't have cane rows which i think is absolutely crazy what's that like cane rows where you have like the braids i know oh. the braids oh, okay Not yeah. Yeah. does that affect your learning I know. It doesn't. It doesn't affect your learning. It's them putting interventions in that are completely time wasting and it's ridiculous. You, you couldn't have your hair any shorter than a grade one either. Well, you could. You'd have to have a grade two. It couldn't be grade one. I think so that's still really silly things. It's still that now that yeah. There's a girl. Really there's a girl on TikTok that I come across. Um, she's a, a lot long younger than I am. I, I'm guessing she's not five years out of school or something i don't know but she talks about the things that she had to deal with at school like the stupid rules they made and she does all these yeah. videos and lists them off about to do this and this and it's just funny laughing it thinking they've got more pathetic as time's gone on and like yeah, a, lot of a lot of people say especially like a lot of the home ed people it's like school's like a prison isn't it really it is. Um, it's, it's a glorified prison in a weird way because, I mean, today when I left Milo, my youngest, he was crying and, I mean, obviously he's been in that school for, you know, a while now, but it's it's just, 
the guilt, it, I'm just wrapped with guilt, riddled with it constantly, and I'm thinking, is he okay? And sometimes I often question the um, teachers, and I know they're professionals. They say they're professionals, but yeah. I'm thinking, like, you only you only want him there for the Ofsted. You only want him there on time. Yeah. So it looks good as a reflection for the school. And, and they, yeah. all, they all prepare for that, by the way. Yeah. I know that because my mum's worked in nurseries. They prepare because they know when that they are coming. So they make yeah. it all for it. And like SATs, it's just for the schools to see how well yeah. they're doing. It's just, and I think there's way too much pressure on them. And especially when you've got kids with additional needs. Um, like there's just too much on them. And then like my daughter, she if she would have to go to school, she'd need to be in a special school. She wouldn't be able to go in a normal school at all. Um, yeah, um, yeah. That would just be an absolute nightmare. So that's what she's recommended if I wasn't home educating. Um, but there's not many about. And no. it's hard to get in. Mm. Oh, that you leads know. me on to another conversation. Um, <laughs> only recently, not many people know this, but my um, eldest, when he was finished junior school, he went into a special needs school. And I actually signed him up for it and I thought, this is great. They're like gold dust to obtain. And so obviously he's got um, a statement of educational needs, which was hard to get. Um, so we did all that, ticked the boxes. He spent a year there um, because one, he missed his mates. And second, they weren't following certain guidelines. Um, I mean, being me, because I used to work in a school anyway, I know how things run. Um, but anyway, long story short, got him out of there and they said to me you'll never get him into um, a secondary school because of all the red tape mm. and I said well you have to by law give him a position at a secondary school whether he's very academically unable you have to otherwise you know I could take this further so anyway um I got him in but, you know, at the same time, he should really be in a special needs school because that's where he can, you know, yes. that's the best place for him because of him being so struggling so much. Mm. Uh, but it's, it's like... To by, aren't they? They're so hard to come by. But at the same time, it's like, as a mum, I'm thinking, well, you really should be there, but you've had to move you here. I mean, in between, I had to homeschool him. Um which was, I mean, like, obviously it's a new thing for me because obviously they've always gone to school from an early age. But the stress on parents, I mean, the teachers don't care. They're, they're there for one thing. You get the rare ones that will be there for actually helping. Mm. But the majority are there for the money and for the time off. And I'm just being honest about it. Mm. Um, I don't trust people in schools. Um, I think... I just think they, I think they're extremely secretive and deceptive. Um, there's a chink in, in the armour, and you probably feel the same way, don't you, um, Nick? Yeah, I, just, you know, I, I don't like how schools are at all. Um, I don't like how they're at all. Nick, you know, as you homeschool, so they don't have to take exams? No. Did, no. Did you, this is what people think. You, you do know they're not compulsory. Um, they're only no, compulsory no. if you're at school, um, so I don't ever have to put them through any That's qualification true. if they don't, um, or they can. And what all you do, basically, you can just like 
self-taught or at home. Like my son at the moment, he's like, you know, doing a bit of like history GCSEs work and sociology and, and stuff like that. Um, but obviously I've let him sort of lead with that. I, I always ask if they would like to go to school um, mm. and stuff like that, just to make sure we're on the same page. Um, if he yeah. wanted to do exams, I could, I could ring up and get him in now. Literally, because yeah. I spoke to somebody in a local place um, nearish me, and um, they just said basically just book him on the exam, um, pay you 250 mm. quid, get him to the centre, do his exam, and that's it. That's oh. it. And yeah. uh, then you'll have your qualification. Um, but the thing about I like now is um, Open University. Now, I did a course with them back in 2012. Um, I never stuck to it, surprise, surprise. Um, but basically back then there was sort of, you needed some kind of thing to get on, but you didn't need UCAS points or anything like that. Now, there's the big thing about it on there, you don't need any formal qualifications at all to do anything. So, whereas uh, before, with law, you needed something. Yeah. Now you can just go and do law, anyone. So there's yeah, so yeah, many you know, when... options. Oh, I just wondered there, you'd get around that when you're home educated with your CV because, you know, it's like an, um, application forms for jobs because, mm. you know, as they always ask what grades you've got, what do you mm. even answer if you're homeschooled and not taking any exams? Nothing. Do you just put education, homeschooled and that's it? Yeah, so when they ask what school you went to, you just put home, edu home education um, and then a lot of it is obviously discretionary between each employer and they... They shouldn't dismiss them. Um, but it's do you like think they do? They probably, yeah, I do think so. There'd be some like, me personally, obviously, uh, Mosson's clever enough to uh, carry on doing exams. So I would be putting him forward for that. And he, the good thing is you don't need to do coursework. So all I'd oh, do okay. is put them on, on an exam, um, you know, and go from there and then he would just get his qualification then um with my daughter that's going to be slightly different um she's very artistic but i can pay for her to go on a course for that um it's not cheap though um and that's all done over like somebody sits on like here and like monitoring so even when they do an exam they do it at home and there's a teacher watching exam person um, and stuff like that so there is things out there you just got to know where to look yeah 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 um and i follow a lot of people there's a woman actually on tiktok that i'd highly recommend for anybody if they're interested in home education or just want to be nosy she's called hannah home educates um and she's on tiktok and she's she's amazing like and she has her own books and stuff that she makes now so i've got a lot of them for the kids especially yeah. for my daughter um and she's been working through different ones of them. Um, so yeah, they don't need to do exams. Um, you know, yeah. when they're fourteen, they can. They used to be able to go to college. It was a new thing, and they can mm. sit any GCSEs at college. They don't do most places don't do that now. I mean, when I was at school, I remember kids left to do GCSEs at college due to bullying and stuff. And then when I was yeah. like nineteen, and that you could still do them, but they don't do them now. Um, but there's certain courses near me, I won't say too much, you might know where it is then, um, mm -hmm. they do certain courses for 14 year olds um, and it's all hands-on kind of stuff. 
um, and they don't need qualifications to do that and it works you round so you'd learn your life skills and learning in that certain area so for example like animals and stuff yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. or like um, creative stuff like um, social media stuff and things like that so there's different things um, and they can't like discriminate and stuff but it means that if you go say to open university you could do like degree and whatnot without having any GCSEs or A-levels then he'd go for a job and then he'd have a degree yeah, oh, cool. yeah. it's, it's yeah. mad isn't it yeah I mean it was it was interesting with you saying that because um, with my son he's only been at um, obviously the secondary school he's at now since January and so we're in September now so it's still quite early days and I've had many like conference meetings with the um, school and liaise with them and they've said well just so you know um, he won't leave the school with any qualifications apart from obviously say woodwork or PE mm-hmm. and I'm thinking like if anything you need to be like uplifted um, and yeah. so like you just you can leave. Yeah. yeah. Like, obviously, you know, do what you've just mentioned, get a degree, um, with obviously stuff online, but it's so it so really bad. dampens his spirit and I'm thinking like, you know, we They're letting that really kid help. down. They're letting that kid down for the school start. Yeah. 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 And that's not I hate good that. with a child with nah. autism. And like like nah. my daughter, for instance, when she was at dance and then she well, tried dance and then tried drama. She'd always be in too much pain, so she wouldn't be able to do a lot. Um, and other times she just couldn't do it socially or right to stay. She didn't stay there very long. But if some she didn't get praised that session or she didn't say get the a prize for doing something, she thought she was a terrible person and that she was rubbish yeah. and then she didn't want to be there. So to hear that Yeah. Like I got yeah. told stuff when I was at school, oh you're not gonna pass anything. Well, I actually did get my GCSEs, so... Yeah. Not that yeah. I've used them. I mean, look at me now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, look at you exactly. I mean, you're so successful on YouTube and, you you know, I mean, you're so easy to talk to anyway. I think you're great. I really like your company. I love both of you from here, to be honest. <laughs> I think it's nice. It's so... It's nice to well have up. somebody I can talk to because it's really rare to have somebody that you can get on the same page with. And like, I don't know about you, Nicola, but I feel really isolated with, because obviously like, you know, Jacob and mine, they both have like autism. And when I say isolated, I mean like, it's difficult because they struggle speaking to me sometimes, like getting the point across. And like, you feel very much like isolated in the house because like over the six weeks, they didn't want to do anything. Even though I'm like persuading them saying, come on, let's go to like a trampoline park, let's go bowling, let's go and play golf. Like Things like a normal child would be jumping at. Yeah. They're like, well, I don't want to do that. I just want to stay here where it's safe and, you know, well, my watch safe. the same I'm... thing over and over again. Yeah, watch the same program. Oh, can I play Minecraft? Um, things like that. And I'm thinking, I feel like I'm failing them as a mom. Cause, you know. Oh, well, you're not. You're not at all. <laughs> No, it's we really are hard. Good. You're moms. very good parents, yeah. Heather, I've oh, seen you with your kids. You're great. You're a great oh, mum. <laughs> yeah, it's really, I don't know. I just feel really isolated with the whole thing, and especially my son's school. Like, 
the head teacher actually said, she says, well, you do realise that he's failing because of you. And I'm thinking, oh well, I've given Jacob the choice of staying at a special needs school and he doesn't want to be there. That wouldn't have sit well with me. <laughs> no, I didn't it, look it really got to me. Um, <laughs> or her. <laughs> I don't think so. Yeah. It was horrendous. I would have gone full Karen. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I did. I lost it in the end with that big time. Um, but things like that, I'm thinking you should be uplifting the child and the parent. You know, like, you know how much he struggles, but it, it was a long process. I mean, Jacob didn't want to be there because, one, he really pined for his friends. So he went with his friends from infant school to junior. And so he didn't have anybody. And so, um, and then obviously, you know, he's really good at PE, like really, he's a good lad when it comes to that. Um, and Matt's, like you probably know, Nick, like a lot of autistic people, they'll have one subject and it'll be either like history or maths. Mm. Uh, and so Jacob is, he's all about the maths and stuff like that. But it, it's teachers and, and head teachers. Life. No, me neither. Huh. Yeah. But everyone's different. Um, but yeah, yeah. It, it, it's really a shame how schools treat you. And I, I feel really let down by the system, if I'm honest, heavily. Yeah. Um, There's not a lot of people who are home educated now. Yeah. I mean, it took me um, from, um, let me just think now. So when he was in um, infant school, it took about till year five to get him an EHCP plan, which, like, you know, they're like gold dust to, to obtain. Um, they weren't going to apply for one, so... Yeah, they granted it, Jacob, we got it. But obviously, you know, it, it's just, we couldn't use it at one point because he wasn't even in school. So it, it was just, I felt like it was all done in vain. Um, but yeah, I mean, we're still on the way to this for young Milo and he's supposed to be... He's in year four, and when he was in infant school, um, I think it was in reception, they were still going through the process of having people come in, for, come out from the school to go in and monitor him. And, but it, it takes years to get an EHCP plan, and when you have them, you often think, well, what's the what? point? Yeah. Why have I bothered? Like, he's not having the help. These interventions aren't being put in play. Like, mm. every morning he needs somebody, like, I have to hand him over to a teaching assistant because it is horrendous. Like, you'll get some parents that will look and go, oh, shock horror. And I'm thinking, well, why are you looking? If anything, you should say, you're okay. Yeah. You're right. It's and, and, you know, you get... women, usually. Yeah. Yeah. And I'm thinking, it's just madness, the world we live in. And so, like, Milo will go through and have like before he even goes into class he'll go into like a room and do say like uno or play frustration and then he'll go into lesson you know try and redeem himself type of thing but it, it's an it's always on my mind and i'm thinking is Milo okay is jacob okay like and obviously because my eldest son has got type 1 diabetes mixed in with having a learning impairment having autism and type 1 diabetic um which is just, I feel like, such a bad look and a bad deal of cards. But it, yeah. because of his age, he he just cracks on with it. Mm. It's like he's got that resilience. Mm. Uh, so he oh. just does it. But again, as I say, <laughs> it, 
if I'm honest, I think Nicola's got it down to a T. Doing homeschooling probably is the way forward because you can't. I don't trust teachers. I know it sounds really odd thing to say. I used to work in a school. I don't trust their methods. I don't trust how they think. And I just think they're out for one thing, and that's money. Do you think you'll look into it, Heather? No. I think I probably will because this is go this is an onward battle if I'm really honest. This is going on for years. No, I can has... tell you something. Your life would be so different. Yeah. So it, I just you will think it's gonna be super stressful. You've got to adjust, you've got to de school, which that Hannah helps people de school. Um you know, yeah. you, you've got to kind of open your mind to different things first. Um, but personally yeah. I'd actually suggest you have a look at her then you can also chat to me about stuff um yeah and you've got to make the decision for you yeah because i mean like it's just as i said i mean like tonight he'll be going to bed and he'll say well i'm not going to school tomorrow and then he'll play up obviously you know what kids are like but it won't be just like an average tantrum i mean you can't use regular parenting methods like you probably know as well nick with like an autistic totally child, yeah, different ball game altogether. But it's just such it's such a deep subject, and it's like you've got them having the meltdowns. The There's meltdowns. never enough time, is there, to talk about it? No, there isn't. Oh, and I think you know, as I'm just looking at how things have gone these past years, and I'm thinking I'm, I might possibly look into it because it's making my mental health, it's making it worse. Just like I feel like I'm just trying to t um, please teachers, if I'm really honest. So, ah, well, that's been very interesting for me yeah. as well. And I haven't got children, so it has been interesting <laughs> for for me. And I hope that it's helped the audience. You might have also yeah. found something interesting in it as well. Helps, helps it's, such a, it's such a thing, isn't it? Each thing we've mentioned that it's just too yeah. complex and to put into yeah. one podcast for sure um, yeah. we might have to do a more detailed one um, i think so yeah it'd be nice that would but, but I, thanks for coming yeah, uh, i really so enjoyed much. having you here there like it's been so good our it's been first a really good guest. guest yeah our first guest. <laughs> perfect i really it's enjoyed it great. it's been nice to chat to you it's yeah. been lovely thanks so much for having me on both very welcome we You're will welcome. share her um, information in the description box as well. So if you want to go and check Heather out on social oh, well. media, etc., um, you'll be able to follow her there. So oh, thank awesome. you. Take care. Thank you. Bye bye. Bye, bye guys.